0: The O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Dave Smith. Boys, there are a lot happening in the world of boxing right now. We got a rematch, Andy Ruiz against Anthony Joshua, but not in the venue we thought it was going to be. Maybe some tension between Oscar De La Hoya and uh, and Canelo Alvarez, Golden Boy and Canelo. Uh, uh, the 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 World Boxing Super Series. Maybe some uh, maybe some lawsuits and trouble happening with that. And boy, do we love. Talking boxing, so let's get out to the Progressive Hotline right now. Sponsored by Progressive, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. Go to YouTube and go to Montero on Boxing, a fantastic experience if you love boxing. We'll bring him on right now. It's the great Mike Montero. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, Dave? Happy Saturday to you, sir. Happy Saturday. So before we get started here, we've got to clear this thing up. Uh, uh, Thursday night, you were supposed to come on my show. And then you said you had to go to the dentist and bailed and said you couldn't do it. And I said, that's a possible man card violation that, uh, you know, <laughs> going to get your teeth cleaned or whatever it was and not coming on my show. So now you, you wanted to come on here before we get started with the boxing and state your case and, and talk about why you should not get a man card violation. So hey, the floor is yours okay. to defend yourself.
1: OK, I mean, this is a big deal. I do not want the man card revoked because it is important to me. Yes. So I had a crown, which I I cracked a tooth from coincidentally boxing from biting down on a bad mouthpiece, and I had to get a crown. They basically – they gave me six shots, Dave. Six shots, okay? So half my head was numb. I could barely talk. So I think I had a good reason for not coming on, unless you want Mm. me slurring and slobbering, which I do 50% of the time already, (laughs) but with six shots in the crown – yeah, I don't know if it would have been a good idea. Yeah, so I, I can still, please tell me I can still keep the man card days, please. Well,
0: I don't know, you know, half my head is numb and I'm slurring and not making any sense every second I'm on the air for 25 years. So I don't know, Mike, but, uh, well, you know, I, I, I heard different. So I I want to get maybe an, an impartial opinion here. Is Now, are, are you the lovely Tiffany Maraday or she's your fiancé, right? She's my
1: lovely fiance. Is she there? um, Yes, she is. She's absolutely here. I'd like to
0: to I I hear different from your story. Put Tiffany on the line here for a second. (laughs) Okay, here you go. Mr. Smith. Hey, Tiff, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good talking to you again. Well, uh, your fiance's soon to be husband, Mike Montero, bailed on me Thursday, and he said that he had a dentist appointment, and he's in all kind of pain and had crowns and six shots in his face, and he could barely function. So uh, I want to know if that's the truth, because I heard different. So uh, uh, what really happened on Thursday?
1: You know, Dave, my, my lovely, wonderful, talented fiancé is quite the storyteller.
0: Okay. <laughs> he did not go
1: to the frigging dentist. Uh-oh. He, what he was really doing was he was at yoga, and he sprained his wrist, Doing the downward dog
0: move. Well, producer John, producer John, hit it. You've lost your man card. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you very much. So you've been ratted out by your own fiance, uh, Michael Montero. What do you have to now? Lying makes it worse. Now this might be a revocation. Dave, I I think I think we have collusion here. I think the (laughs) Russians
1: are meddling with the Dave Smith show. I want an investigation, and I'm not going to rest on this.
0: Because Producer John, these
1: are lies. These are
0: fake news. Producer John, that's his fiance speaking there. Uh, do you believe Mike Montero about the dentist, or do you believe the lovely Tiffany who said uh, he was in the downward dog position at yoga class? That's how he heard it The lovely Tiffany story is much better. Absolutely. I'm going to go with that one. So, so so hit it again, John, because lying makes this worse. Oh! You've lost your Bad man, car. <laughs> well, you threw yourself on the mercy of the court and you got ratted out by your fiance, Mike. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, l- let's Trouble get to boxing. paradise. <laughs> well, let's get to boxing now. Uh, boy, uh, Anthony Joshua, Andy Ruiz Jr. rematch, not happening in London, not happening in Las Vegas, not happening in L.A. How did it wind up in Saudi Arabia?
1: It all comes down to money, Dave. However... You know, I just I just realized I was looking on both fighter's social media. Only Anthony Joshua's side has been tweeting about this, about the fight being in Saudi Arabia. Andy Ruiz's side has not yet commented or posted anything on social media, and I've heard a few rumors from a couple of sources that his side isn't quite 100% in yet. Now, that doesn't make sense to me because the zone, the network Uh, Matchroom Boxing, the promoter involved, that's Eddie Hearn's promotional outfit, he promotes Joshua, he's the lead promoter here, Uh, they've been tweeting about it. So I'm not quite sure, but I still think it's going to happen, it's going to come off in December in Saudi Arabia, and as I mentioned before, man, it's all about the money, they got to be throwing a boatload of
0: cash at these guys to bring it out there. And, uh, you know, I, I know Andy Ruiz said he wanted it to be in uh, in Las Vegas, New York, or L.A. Joshua, of course, and Eddie Hearn said it was in the contract that it had to be in, in London. But I guess not. I guess Eddie Hearn and DAZN are going where, where the most money to be made is. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. Maybe That's why they call it prize fighting,
1: you know. I mean, personally, um, look, there are some political issues with Saudi Arabia. I mean, human rights, women's rights. So, yes, I, I actually posted a. a A poll on my Twitter page, you know, just asking fight fans if that has any uh, value to them as far as are they going to watch the fight or not. Seventy-five percent. I'm looking at my poll right now. Seventy-five percent of them say they will watch it anywhere, but thirteen percent say they are less likely to watch that because it's in Saudi Arabia. Something tells me though that thirteen percent don't forget about politics on fighting and watch the fight anyway. Uh, But look, we've seen fights all over the world in heavyweight history, right? Muhammad Ali fought in Asia. He fought in Africa. So I think this is kind of cool if it does come off in a, a setting like that. The big thing, though, is timing. You know, they, they need to make sure it's on really late out there so that it's on at a decent time here in the States because the zone, the streaming platform that aired the first fight and will air the rematch, they need subscribers big time. And if this thing's on early in the morning here in the States, that's
0: not going to work. So timing is an issue. Who do you like in the rematch? And does it matter if it's in Saudi Arabia or anywhere else? It's going to be in an open-air stadium, right? So it could be very, very hot there that night.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, I don't, it doesn't really matter where it's at. I, I'm, I'm going against the grain here. I think most people seem to favor Andy Ruiz in the rematch. I think he caught lightning in the bottle in that first fight. And I think AJ took him lightly. There is rumors that he had been injured in camp. He had been knocked yep. out in sparring. I don't know if that's true. But that's the rumor. Uh, Clearly, he was preparing for Jarrell Miller, who tested positive for multiple steroids and got pulled out. Andy Ruiz was a last minute replacement. So I think Anthony Joshua with a full camp, I think is going to be better prepared. I think he's going to box smart. It's in his best interest to make this fight boring. And that's what I think he's going to do. I think he's going to use his height, his length, stay behind the jab, back Ruiz up with the jab and win a fight by decision.
0: What's going on with Canelo Alvarez and uh, Oscar de la Hoya rumors that Canelo's not speaking to Oscar, not speaking to Golden Boy, upset that he didn't get uh, another fight done here on Mexican Independence Day and uh, trouble in paradise and maybe thinking about breaking off a la Floyd Mayweather and starting his own promotional company and then keeping all the money instead of splitting it with Golden Boy. Yeah, you know, that seems to be the way things go with uh, star fighters, right? I mean.
1: At one point, Floyd Mayweather was with top rank and Bob Arum. Oscar De La Hoya, the same thing. He was with Bob Arum. And they eventually broke off and did their own thing. So at some point, these superstar fighters, they become bigger than the belt, bigger than the promoters, and they kind of do their own thing. There's definitely trouble in paradise with Canelo and Golden Boy, but their contract is solid right now. I think what Canelo's is upset about, look, in my opinion, he's just being a diva. He wants to dictate terms 100% himself. And I understand he's the top star in the sport. He's the biggest moneymaker. He's the biggest draw. That's all true. But there are still contracts in place here. And part of his big deal with the zone, you know, they signed him to a record-breaking deal, over $350 million. But part of that is he has to fight the big fight. And the fight that they really wanted this September was him and Golovkin fighting what I consider to be a rubber match. It would have been their third fight. I thought Golovkin clearly won the first fight. A lot of people, you know, the second fight, they feel it could have went either way. Everyone wants to see the third fight, including the folks at The Zone, including the folks at Golden Boy Promotions. And Canelo doesn't want to do that. He wants to go in a different direction. So they're kind of bickering over which way to go. And here we have it. Mexican Independence Day is coming up this September. Canelo doesn't have a fight scheduled. That's 100% on him, in my opinion.
0: Wow, <clears throat> you know, my favorite young fighter in the world reads his progrey, Progr- Rougarou, from New Orleans, Louisiana. And then uh, after Hurricane Katrina hit, his family relocated to Houston, where our uh, beloved SB Nation radio network is located. He lives in Houston now, as you know, Mike Montero. And he's in the World Boxing Super Series and set up for some good things here. But looks like he's going to be dropping out of that. Now lawsuits are being filed because uh, he and his people are saying uh, uh, contractually some things haven't been met that were promised to him.
1: Yeah, so Regis Progray and his promoter, Lou DiBella, DiBella Entertainment Incorporated, they filed a lawsuit against the World Boxing Super Series wanting out because they're saying that the tournament, the folks running the tournament, are not keeping their end of the bargain up. The finances haven't been secured for the – he made it to the finale. He was going to fight Josh Taylor, I should say all that. And that fight was supposed to happen later this year. But the finances, the date, the venue, none of that has been solidified. And Progray and DiBella, they want out. As soon as they said that they were going to sue and pull out of the tournament, well, guess what? The World Boxing Super Series is saying that they're going to sue them. I'm looking here at a press release they wrote, and I'm I'm quoting the World Boxing Super Series. They say, the litigation initiated by Regis Progray and DeBella Entertainment Incorporated in a New Jersey district court is completely unfounded and without any basis in fact or in law. So, unfortunately, it looks like one of the best young fighters in the world is going to be
0: doing this fighting in the courts for the rest of this year. I hope that's not the case, but that's what it looks like. Manny, I keep saying Manny and Floyd are going to have a second fight. Um, uh, Any buzz about maybe Floyd coming out of retirement and and the two of them making a whole boatload of money again? Because I don't know what else there is for Manny. He's not going to fight Bud Crawford, I would imagine, or Errol Spence if he beats um, Sean Porter coming up here. So uh, where else can he go to make the most amount of money?
1: Well, obviously the most amount of money is with the Floyd Mayweather rematch. And, Floyd has posted videos on social media of him working out. There's rumors he's back in the gym training. So Floyd does kind of like to get in the, the public eye, though, when he hasn't been talked about in a while. And he'll kind of do things like that just to troll. It's really hard to predict what Floyd Mayweather is going to do. It's really difficult to predict. I'm almost always wrong when I try to guess what he's going to do. I think it's very possible the two of them fight. I don't know if it makes sense this year, but maybe early next year. But you're right, Dave. I mean, financially, it's the biggest fight in the world in all of fight sports. I think it's crazy, but millions of people will buy the fight again. And i got to say this. Both fighters have slipped enough, especially Floyd. He's slipped now a little bit. He's lost a step. Manny's lost a step. That might make the rematch more interesting because some of those defensive reflexes that Floyd relies on are slowed down. So the rematch might actually be pretty good. If I, you put a gun to my head and ask me, is it going to happen, not going to happen, I would bet it's going to happen.
0: How do you like this idea, Mike Montero, from Montero on Boxing with Dave Smith here at SB Nation Radio and SBNationRadio.com on the Progressive Insurance Hotline. Um, how about a doubleheader? Texas Stadium, Jerry World, seats over 100,000 people there, and I think you could fill it up. Errol Spence, Bud Crawford, you know, Errol Spence, a native of Dallas, Texas, in the main event, and the co-main Vasyl Lomachenko against Mikey Garcia. And Mikey brings in the, you know, the Hispanic uh, audience, the gigantic fan following he has in the Hispanic, Mexican-American community. I think that sells Jerry World out. H- how about that for a twin, Bill?
1: That would be amazing. Uh, that would take several promoters working together. Yeah. That would take all those fighters willing to take less money to take that big event like that out of Vegas and put it in a regular stadium. But man, that would be awesome! i tell you, I I was at Jerry World for when uh, Errol Spence fought Mikey Garcia earlier this year. Yep, an amazing stadium, just an amazing. I've been to all of them, Dave, and it's really it really is the most amazing stadium in America.
0: And and the uh, amazing I've
1: heard that the O2 over in London's pretty amazing. I yeah. haven't seen
0: that one yet. But... And the amazing thing too, Errol Spence is a Dallas native, and this is you know a, a tribute to the Hispanic, the Mexican American fight fan. Mikey Garcia from out here in Southern California had more fans there that night than Errol, who was the hometown guy.
1: Absolutely. And it was uh,
0: during fight week. This is what I always tell people about the
1: Mexican-American fans. You know, at fight week, us press guys, we're used to some fans being at the weigh-ins and, and uh, the pressers and everything. But if it's involving a, a high-rated Mexican-American fighter or a Mexican fighter, the Mexican-American fans, they're there for the press conferences. The weigh in They're waiting outside for hours in line. It's amazing. They truly are the greatest boxing fans in the world. Talking about Mexican American, there's a young kid that Golden Boy Promotions has, Virgil Ortiz Jr. He's fighting tonight on the Zone 140 pounder, thirteen and zero with thirteen knockouts. Stepping up, uh, facing his best opponent so far as a pro tonight. Keep an eye on this kid, Dave. Isn't he another? Be the next big thing.
0: Isn't he another Houston kid, Virgil Ortiz?
1: He's, he's from Grand Prairie, Texas, which I think is a suburb of Dallas. He's just outside okay. of Dallas. So there is a big gym scene coming up in that area. I'm telling you, it's the next hot spot for boxing. That that Texas area, uh, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, that little area right There's a lot of hot hey. gyms, a lot of hot prospects.
0: Great stuff, Mike. Great talking to you again. Thanks for putting the lovely Tiffany on the line. I'm sure you're not thrilled about it because you just got a man card violation. So sorry to report <laughs> that to you.
1: Well, you know what? i got to earn it back, Dave. You tell me what i got to do, brother, and I will do it, and we'll get it back. And I will provide evidence of this crown for you. <laughs> I'll send you the bill. How about that? You can well, have the
0: bill. You're calling your fiancé a liar on national radio. Boy, I'd hate to be you tonight on national radio. Wow. <laughs> there he goes. And the I'm great Michael. Mon-
1: watch boxing. It's going to be a rough night.
0: <laughs> there he goes. The great Michael Montero from Montero Unboxing with Dave Smith here at SB Nation Radio.